Hello and welcome to Generation Mix, the podcast where a father and a son review the CDs the dad's been making for the son for the last five years or so. I'm the dad, I'm Neil. I'm the son, I'm Joel. And today we are listening to the music of... Green Day! And you've been looking forward to this one for a while, haven't you? Yes, Green Day good. I, I've got a feeling this might be the first CD where I think you will like every track or already do like every track. You didn't to begin with, though, did you? This has grown on no. you quite a lot, more than anything else, and actually you really like Green Day now. I liked it from the beginning, but there were some tracks that I didn't like. Green Day are a pop-punk trio. They've been going over 30 years. Largely around the songwriting of the lead singer and guitarist Billy Joe Armstrong. We're going to dive straight in with our first track from the album 21st Century Breakdown, and it's the title track, 21st Century Breakdown. I quite like that one. Only quite like it. Yeah. I think it's a really good title track. I'm not surprised that it's one that you quite like because it's not exactly the best track that I've put on here. I was, of course, hamstrung to a certain extent by what I could include because I wanted to make sure that I didn't put anything with language on. And if there's one thing that happens in a lot of Green Day songs, it's language. Language. <laughs> and in some language. cases, I had to find a edited version of a track so that it could be included. Case in point is the very next song on this CD from American Idiot, which I personally think is comfortably their masterwork. It's absolutely brilliant. And it's the Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Read between the lines, what's left up and everything's alright. Check my vital signs and know I'm still alive and I walk alone. I walk alone, I walk alone. I walk alone, I walk up. Like shadows, only one walks beside me. I love this one. Weren't you learning this one for a singing lessons thing at one point? Yeah. And you had to have the expurgated version because this has got on its original an F word in it, hasn't it? We said what's messed up. Yeah, which is better than we actually get on the edited version, which I think says what's nuffed up. Messed up sounds much better. Whilst I've grown to quite like American Idiot over the years, it was Boulevard of Broken Dreams or more to the point the Boulevard of Broken Songs that really turned me on to how much I enjoyed that album and then subsequent Green Day records. Do you know what the Boulevard of Broken Songs is? No. But you've heard of mashups, haven't you? Yeah. 
Boulevard of Broken Songs is a mashup of Boulevard of Broken Dreams and Wonderwall, and I think there's a couple of other songs in there, and it's very well done. It led to the two DJs who were Dean Gray actually doing the entire album. Uh, American Edit, it's called, and it got sued, but not by Green Day, by Green Day's record company. Green Day thought it was really quite cool. <laughs> I'm actually quite impressed by it. My first awareness of Green Day was when they released their first top 10 single in the UK, which is the next track we've got on here. And it's one of my top 50 songs of all time, I think. It's Basket Case. Do you have the time to listen to me whine About nothing and everything all at once I am one of those melodramatic fools Neurotic to the bone, no doubt about it Sometimes I give myself the creeps Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me It all keeps setting up I think I'm cracking up Am I just paranoid? I really like this one. It's, yeah. I, it's very fun. I've played this at a well, a party. More to the point, I think I played it on piano while someone else did the melody on a violin. <laughs> it's a great fun song. The vi- have you watched the video? No. I'll have to show you the video. The video is really quite interesting because I, I decided... On the strength of both a video and that song back in 1994, I did not like Green Day one bit. And I made a snap judgment. The video's not bad, it's actually very good. But I wasn't into that kind of music at the time. And as a result, when they played the V98 Festival in Leeds, I deliberately chose not to watch Green Day. I have had the chance to see Green Day live didn't and take I it. turned it down. Stupid daddy. Yes, now. I'd love to see them live now. So Basket Case came out on the album Dookie in 1994, which is their best-selling album uh, worldwide. In 2000, they released the album Warning. And the first pick from that album is the title track, Warning. Top hundred, isn't it? Yeah. So, so Perhaps. all the songs so far, except for Century, Twenty First Century Breakdown. Well, all three. Yeah. That's I, it I, I knew. There. I knew. Warning was you. You really like Warning. You don't have the album though, do you? No. It's a very different Green Day album. There's more acoustic themes used in it. I mean, it's still got its fair share of pop punk bangers. Zipping forward to the end of that decade and back to the Twenty First Century Breakdown album. 
And I think this is a great upbeat track. This is called Peacemaker. I really like that one. I think there's a there's quite a country, almost spaghetti westerny type feel to it, which I think is probably the the point behind it. Which is why it's called Peacemaker. That's a that's a type of revolver uh, gun kind of thing, you know. I like Peacemaker. I think it's a really good song. A gun called Peacemaker. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's America. What do you expect? Good point. The next track is from. American Idiot. Now, this is the song that probably properly turned me on to Green Day. I think this song is phenomenal. It's in my top 20 of all time. And I know you like it a lot as well. Yeah. This, I think, is the best song Green Day have ever done, in my opinion. And it's Wake Me Up When September. phenomenal song it is like i say comfortably my favorite green day song for my favorite green day album it's the first one there i was really aware that they were more than just a two song band and you know what it's about don't you it's about his dad dying it is when he i think he was about 10 years old and he kind of squirreled himself away in his room and his response to his mum was wake me up when september ends and for a song that's deeply personal and a very painful time in his life, it's become a meme which is a bit disrespectful, really. Yeah. So people post things on September the 30th and a picture of Billy Jojo Armstrong asleep and say, guess what happens tomorrow and things like that. It's a bit... 
Heartless. But it's still a great song and you put your music out there and people do what they do with it. But it is downbeat, is it not? Yeah. So to lift up a little bit on my compilation, I thought we'd go back to the album Dookie for Welcome to Paradise. You know, that one's probably my least favourite so far. Does I don't that, dislike it. I was just say, does that mean you dislike it? No, I don't dislike it. It's also probably my least favourite so far. I've never really warmed to the Dookie album. For me, Basket Case overshadows the whole thing, although I know lots of Green Day fans will say differently. An album that I've warmed to a fair bit more is two albums along from that, which is Nimrod. And from Nimrod, I have uh, picked Hitching a Ride. I've done running to this. That's why I included I think I was running when I was making you these CDs and this was one of the ones I listened to and it was really good for going up the hill into the park. Yeah. I like Hitching a Ride. I think it's a good single. I think it's got a good bounce to it and it's a shame that you don't particularly like it that much. On the album American Idiot, this song segues straight into Boulevard of Broken Dreams but I put the single mixes on for you because... Well, they are separate songs. It's Holiday. It's one of the few songs where, is it, well, is it rap, do you think, in the final verse? You know, the Zig Heil to the resident gas man. No. Pulverise your government. You don't it's think more it is? chanting. Well, what's the difference between that and rap? Rap is much faster, usually. Well, not necessarily. One of the first singles with rap on it that got to number one was Rapture by Blondie. And that's actually quite slow in terms of the lyrics. You can make out every single word. <laughs> so I don't know, is, is it kind of rap, rock rap at the end? No, I, don't, I think don't think it's rap. Let me know in the comments, folks, whether or not you think it is. On the Dean Gray remix, the American edit, this is 
mashed it up with the Doctor Who theme. And it's called Doctor Who on Holiday. And it's really, Doctor really Who. fun. And that as well. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Yeah, it's mashed Doctor up with that as well. So it's mashed up with the Doctor Who theme, Sounds of the Daleks, Holiday and Doctor in the TARDIS by the Time Lords. Let's return to Warning for that slightly more acoustic feel album. And this is Macy's Day Parade, which was a single. What's the consolation prize? The economy Does that mean it's bad? If you think it's boring, I suppose no, it's good, I don't dislike it. Just a bit slow. Slower songs are what make the faster songs more fun. Yeah, but the you slow, need light makes, and shade. But faster songs make slower songs feel slower. The next one's a slower song. Yeah, but it doesn't feel as slow. It's, it's a bit, terrific song. It's your sister's other favourite one. The hit single from 21st Century Breakdown, 21 Guns. I do really like the song, but I've heard it too many times. What do you mean? You've heard it too many it's times? It's by far the Green Day song I've heard the most, because Ruth's obsessed with it. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's not one of the songs that I can just listen to over and over again. 21 Guns is part of the American Idiot musical. And it's actually, despite the fact it's not on the American Idiot album, I think is one of the standout performances in the entire thing. I think it starts with a woman singing the first verse and then it changes key so that a man sings the rest of it and it's probably the highlight of the whole stage show in my opinion, certainly musically, despite the fact that it's not the best song in the musical. It just works perfectly and what they did with it that's makes it a better song than the one that you hear on 21st Century Breakdown. So let's go back to Nimrod from 1997 for a single that was released from this, which I think is, I love the chord sequence in the chorus for this one in particular. It's redundancy. Like a production, I'm going, I know 
Um, I like that one. Oh, good. I was going to get really cross if you didn't. I like the walk down chords and bass in the chorus particularly. That I love me a good walk down bass and that's a good walk down bass. Another great video, worth watching. It's the same clip over and over and over again of what's going on in the background around the band, but it keeps changing ever so slightly each time. It's really cleverly done. It reflects the, the, the lyrics of the song quite well. Returning to American Idiot, for the closing track of the album, What's a Name? I made a point to burn all of the photographs. She went away and then I took a different path. I remember the face, but I can't recall the name. Now I wonder how what's a good ending for the album. So in the narrative of the story, What's Her Name is a character that we meet that I think is the lead character's girlfriend in, in both the stage show and in the story on the CD. Yeah, it's... And then she leaves him in Letterbomb. Oh, uh, is it Letterbomb that yeah. happens in? But she also... Isn't she, isn't she the character from She the Rebel? Yeah. Yeah. But he never gives her a name in the thing, and so she's just known as What's Her Name. Well, sticking with the feminine theme, the next track is Viva La Gloria, Little Girl, from 21st Century Breakdown, a title they like so much that they used it for another song, which we'll come to later, but this is Viva La Gloria, Little Girl. In the way, all the way to rhyme or reason, I did used to think it was about kidnapping. Well, looking at the <laughs> lyrics, I'm not entirely sure it is. I think it's about a runaway who gets lost on the streets. That's the whole kind of thing about the Salvation Army providing her with somewhere to live. At the time of making this CD, the most recent record was Revolution Radio, which is a bit ho-hum, to be honest. And from that, I have picked the song on this CD that I know least, which is Still Breathing. Because I'm still Interesting, that's my least favourite. Really? Yeah. That was, to me, I didn't dislike it, don't get me wrong, I still think there was much to enjoy about it. That is the most generic song we've listened to. That could have been any old rock band. That 
didn't need to be Green Day. Next track, in fact, the next two tracks are both from 21st Century Breakdown. The first one of which is Restless Heart Syndrome. Now this one I disagree, I think this is better than okay. This re that chord sequence at the start of it really reminds me of Burt Bacharach. I don't base my enjoyment of songs on chord sequences most of the time. You do, you just don't know you do. I often base I it on lyrical structure and enjoyment. Which comes from the chord sequences. It reminds me of Burt Bacharach's style of the music, which in some people's mind is a bit easy listening and cheesy, but it still works. The problem, though, with the song is the moment we started listening to it, I think, oh, I know exactly what this is and I love it. But I couldn't remember it from the title. Yeah, you know what I mean? Same. But as soon as I hear the first few notes, oh, I'm singing along, I know exactly what it is. It's a great song. I, I like it, obviously, a far more than you do. Yeah. Because it just gives me that evocation of something else that I like. Speaking of something else that I like, here is that other track I mentioned called Viva La Gloria. Hey Gloria, this is why we're on the edge. The fight of a life has been drawn in this undying love. It's not better than Viva La Gloria, little girl. I was going to say, I think yeah. you clearly prefer the other Viva La Gloria song. It's a bit of a blindside because you're listening to it with the acoustic piano and it sounds gentle and it goes into a full-on rock song as usual. But I think I, like you, prefer the little girl Viva La Gloria to this one. Both good songs, though. The next two tracks segue into each other on the album American Idiot. And we're going to deal with them as a two-part. Again, great to run to these two songs. They are Give Me Novocaine and She's a Rebel. Train the pressure from the swelling. The 
Some of my favourites, they're not anymore. Well, Novocaine and Rebel are two great songs to run to. On the American Edit album, Give Me Novocaine is mashed up with Bohemian Rhapsody, which is just perfect. You can actually play the two songs into one another naturally on the piano because they are very similar tempo, style and even chord sequence to begin with. Penultimate song comes again from 21st Century Breakdown. This has been very American Idiot 21st Century Breakdown heavy, which is interesting because they are the two albums of Green Day that you've actually bought for yourself, aren't they? Yeah. I so haven't listened it's to it's kind of worked. This CD, more than perhaps any of the other ones I've done for you, has succeeded in getting you into the parent albums in a way that none of the other ones have yet done. This song is about his wife. It's a bit of a love song to her. Again, this appears in... The American Idiot Show, where it is mixed in with Extraordinary Girl from American Idiot. This is from 21st Century Breakdown. It's Last of the American Girls. She wears a rubber coat for the coming of the nuclear winter. She is riding a bike like a fugitive of critical mass. She's on a The mashed up one in the show is brilliant as well. It's a really, really fine song. The whole 21st Century Breakdown album is, whilst not quite as good as American Idiot, is an extremely good follow-up. And yet I read stuff where it's been quite maligned. And people have said that he's just gone a bit too far one direction in terms of these rock opera style things. But I think it still works as an album. Our final track, and it could only be one thing, with a title like this from Nimrod, Good Riddance, Time of Your Life. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the rest, directs you where to go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question but a lesson learned in time It's something unpredictable But in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life I don't particularly like this <gasps> What? 
What do you mean you don't like it? Uh, no, I like it, but what? I don't, not particularly. What? I'm cross. <laughs> That's... Good Riddance is amazingly good. Good Riddance, Time of Your Life, is the first Green Day song that I ever properly liked. I started gigging this in the early 2000s. It's a great acoustic song, and I remember kind of quite liking it when it was in the chart. At this point, I'm going to mention some of the songs I would have liked to include it, and would potentially include in a Green Day Volume 2 if I ever did one, that I didn't because of what reason, Joel? Swearing! And you also want to mention your two favourite Green Day songs that aren't on here because of the same reason, I think. Yeah. So one of them I know is the title track American Idiot. Yeah. And the other one is Letter Bomb. Slash, also slash Extraordinary Girl. I like both of those. I love both of those. And Letter Bomb's got... A lot of sweats. <laughs> I would also have included from 21st Century Breakdown, Static Age, which I used to run to. I don't know that one. Great song. You need to listen. Well, you've got I the album listened, now. Listen I do to the have album. it, but I haven't listened to it. Static Age is a great song. I would now also include something that was a B-side, but was included in the stage show, and it's Favourite Son. Favourite Son is a great song. So maybe, with the fact that they've now also released Father of All, which is their most recent album. And then you bleak the swear. Yeah, I didn't say the full title, you're right. <laughs> Father of All is what it's known as. Since they've released that, and I perhaps listened to some of their earlier albums, because there's nothing on here from Insomniac, which I found a very dark and disturbing listen when I first heard it. Maybe I could do you a Green Day Volume 2. I think you very easily could. Well, that was our run-through of Daddy's introduction to Green Day. Well, it's been a positive CD, so I'm hoping I will get a positive... Girls' Revenge! I think you'll like this one. We shall see. Um, well, it's from Dear Evan Hansen. This is my favourite musical song. Go on. Um, and it is Waving Through a Window by Ben Platt. Your favourite musical song? Yeah. Even after we talked about American Idiot the musical? That originated as a musical oh, song. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fine. We start with stars in our eyes We start believing that we belong But every sun doesn't rise And no one tells you where you went wrong A step out, step out of the sun if you keep getting burned Step out, step out of the sun Because you've learned, because you've learned On the outside, always looking in Will I ever be more than I've always been? Cause I'm tap, tap, tapping on the glass Nobody around. Do you ever really crash? So, what did you think of that one? That was okay. Oh. There was nothing wrong with it, but it was. 
You're going to complain about the, uh, him sounding American, aren't you? No, no, actually I'm not. Because that can be sung without somebody sounding American. As what I'm going to complain about is that, to me, was generic musical of this last 20 years or so. That could easily be interchanged with something like Defying Gravity from Wicked. Which, by the way, I can't stand Defying Gravity. There's a Wicked song that I can't stand, but I'm not sure if it's Defying Gravity. But that, that could easily be mashed up. We've talked about mashups quite a bit in this episode. That could easily be mashed up with Defying Gravity and nobody would know there were two different songs. Mm. Uh, and I like Pasek and Paul, who wrote Dear Evan Hansen. Because, of course, they did The Greatest Showman. They obviously also wrote Found, which I think is a really good song from Dear Evan Hansen. You know what, I may hear it again in the future and actually grow to like it, but on first hearing it didn't grab me at all. But thank you, it wasn't a disaster like some of the horrible stuff you've made me listen to. I don't think I've given you anything that horrible. Yes, you have. That concludes our latest episode where we've listened to the music of Green Day. I've already mentioned my YouTube channel, Pock and Rop. In the fact that we're going to be doing a joint episode where you'll join me. Yep. Do you want to mention yours? Uh, no, I have a YouTube channel called Foxy City Nintendo. I haven't done anything particular with it yet, but I have plans. Anybody from this podcast who'd like to head over to the channel will be fantastic and subscribe. And to everyone who does subscribe to this podcast or download it, we appreciate every one of you. Share this with people. It would be nice if other people started listening to it. You can go back and recommend particularly good episodes if you think there are any particularly good episodes. As ever, listen out for our musical clue for the next episode, which will be coming up shortly. But um, until we're with you again in a couple of weeks' time, thanks for listening. This is Pocket Rock signing off. Bye. Bye. Bye.